Hey everyone, welcome back to the Jamie Star Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode. So my guest today is no stranger to the wonderful world of journalism. In fact, you can see her every morning on 7 Action News right here in Metro Detroit. My guest today is Allie Hoxie. Growing up, did you always watch the news when it was on TV? Mm, I would say my mom and I watched the news a lot together. So um, I don't know if it was more or less than like what most people did or don't do. But yeah, I remember growing up with my mom, you know, watching the local news and watching CNN. And, you know, that's kind of how I first got acquainted with news. At what point in your life uh, did the thought of I want to do that occur in terms of working in the journalism field? So I was a freshman in 2008 at Grand Valley State University, which is on the west side. I grew up in Grand Rapids, Michigan, Mm -hmm. and um, I was debating between journalism and social work or being a social worker um, because I knew I wanted to help people. And um, I got really into the 2008 election. That was when uh, McCain and Obama were running against one another. I watched all the debates. I got really into it. And then I remember, you know, Brian Williams announcing, um, you know, the president was Barack Obama and um, just thinking, how cool would it be to be the first person to know who the president of the United States is? So even though I don't do a ton of politics now, that's that's kind of got got me started on my trail. So in what ways did Columbia prepare you for the job in which you hold today? You know, I'm really glad that I got my degree at Columbia um, in Chicago. Um, It's more of an art school, but, um, you know, I was in Chicago where there's no lack of news, and I got to intern at the ABC station there, Um, and it was a lot of hands-on experience. um, I've worked with a lot of interns who they've had a degree in communications, but they don't necessarily know like the news side of communication. So it was very hands-on and um, it was very true to the work that I'm doing today. Do you think traveling out, traveling out of state benefited your career up to this point in any way? Because I saw you got to work in several different states around the country. Absolutely. I think, you know, it was difficult because you get homesick. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I definitely miss my mom during those times. I was lucky when I was in Ohio to be driving distance. Um, but when I was in Missouri, I, I, I worked in Kansas City, Missouri. It was, you know, a 10-hour drive and you can't do that. So you had to fly. So, mm-hmm. But that being said, um, I think it, it integrated me to um, a different way of life, different people. Um, and I think that's something that you really have to have an open mind in journalism and get to know everybody's story. So, um, I, I definitely think it helped get me to the point, especially too, when I worked in Kansas city, uh, the station that I worked for the sister station or affiliate is WXYZ. They're both owned by scripts. Uh So working for Kansas, you know, part of the reason I went to Kansas City was knowing, hey, maybe this could be a foot in the door eventually one day in Detroit. And that's exactly what it ended up being. That's so cool. In what ways do you think your minor in PR impacts working as a journalist? You know, I think it it definitely, um, you did your research. (laughs) I like it, Jamie. (laughs) Um, I think what it did is it kind of gave me a different view of where they're working from and where I'm working from. 
Um, I, I know a lot of really good people, professionals who work in public relations, and um, it kind of gives you an idea of um, they're representing their entity, and I'm supposed to be representing my viewers, but we can still come together to make sure that people are informed. Oh, yeah. I'm learning about, I'm in an ethical issues in the media class right now, and mm-hmm. we're on the PR uh section of the course right now so I'm like getting my feet wet in all of this you know public relation kind of stuff like as we speak I think it's good to have a little bit of background in it you know because it helps you kind of connect with that other person and a lot of journalists too uh, some of them eventually go into public relations so that was kind of always the thought too is you know for some reason journalism doesn't work out at least I have this fallback and I and I think it's a good fallback to have and in PR it can also also be very fun and very creative too just like mm-hmm. journalism but just in a different way you know what do you think makes metro detroit such a special place both to work and live in oh man i always tell people you know detroit has grit and that's what i love about detroit growing up in west michigan i i loved my upbringing um but at the same time detroit has a type of grit a type of diversity that I feel like you really can't get anywhere else in Michigan. Mm -hmm. And um, just like what we were talking about with living in different states, different cities, um, you know, everyone has a story. And it's, you know, there's so many really inspirational stories. And I know sometimes we see um, some, some of the bad stories that can be depressing for people. But even in those, like, really sad stories, Um, I've met some very inspiring people who are very strong. So I feel very fortunate to be here in Detroit. Uh, I think it's a great city and, um, you know, things, it's just, it's just a cool city. Mm -hmm. (laughs) What have been some of the highlights of working at Channel 7 thus far? Oh, man. Um, I think the people that I work with are incredible. Um, I mean, they're more like family to me. Mm -hmm. Um, Alicia is like, you know, she's the morning anchor. Um, Alicia Smith is like a sister to me and like a role model. And I appreciate her friendship so much. Um, I always joke, Keenan's my best friend of 2020 because we're both upstairs. And so he's the only person I ever see anymore. (laughs) Um, but it's also, you know, like a lot of the photographers, I always joke with them because we're, we're you know, before I went into traffic, I was reporting on the streets mm-hmm. um, and you're in the truck with them for eight hours a day. And yeah. I'm like, whether you like it or not, you're, you're a free therapist for me and they're always giving me advice and helping me out. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> so I have, um, I have a really close connection with all my coworkers and I think that's the highlight of working here at Channel 7. Since you've gotten hired, have you made it a priority to form a relationship with those who work off the camera in addition to working with those on camera who also are on camera with you? I think that's so important. You know, especially the relationship that you have with your photographers is just like a bond that, you know, that's kind of inseparable. Like, I have my one photographer, uh, his name is Mike Crotchy. Like during the pandemic, he's been, he'll make me food occasionally and leave me pulled pork or, you know, there's Marlon who always gives such great guidance. Um, You know, even before I went into traffic, he was always quizzing me on, you know, okay, M10, what is that? That's the lodge, you know? Yeah. 
um, you know, the, the photographers that you work with, but not only just the photographers, the directors, the producers, I'm very close with our 6am producer, you know, we, we talk a lot and um, we're just one big support system. How long did it take you to get reporting in front of a green screen sort of down to a science? I still feel like I'm learning. So I've been doing traffic now for about a year. Um, and basically what you have to do is you have the screen in front of you, which is flipped on you, but then you'll have, you have two TVs to the side of you and like ah, yeah. is opposite. So I'm really good on my right side, but I need to practice more on my left. So I need to get a little bit. So, you know, it's a work in progress, but it takes time and it takes practice. Oh, a hundred percent. I remember when I did a green screen, uh, when I news anchored in, at, when I was in high school for the first time in front of a green screen, I was so like, um, okay, I guess <laughs> exactly. this is what it's going to be like. I, I did a green screen and teleprompter, uh, for the first time, both of them together on the same day. Oh, wow. That's a lot. So it was Sometimes like, you gotta jump right into it and just do it. <laughs> oh yeah. In, Okay. In what ways uh, would you like to move up in the journalism world in the future? You know, it's funny that you ask that because right now, just, you know, with the pandemic, it's kind of hard to predict what's going to happen next. Um, I I think right now I'm very happy where I'm at. I think um, I've been taking or getting around Metro Detroit series and working on that more. Um, you know, I've been doing a little bit more anchoring here and there and filling in on the noon and on the weekends. So any opportunity that's passed up my way, I, I try to grab it, you know, if I don't have anything else going on, but, um, we'll see, I'm open to whatever comes my way, but I also love where I'm at too. Who are some of your personal journalism influences that you look up to? Um, definitely Alicia Smith. Um, I just think if you ever watch her, she's from Georgia. She's very sweet and kind. And um, that's very genuine to who she is on and off camera. And um, so I hope that I reflect that in myself where I am myself, just like she's herself. And she, she helps so many people. So I would say Alicia's probably my top. Shout out to Alicia Smith when this episode yes. comes out. Shout out to Alicia. We love you. <laughs> During the pandemic, what ways have you been keeping bu- keeping yourself busy when you aren't working? Oh, man. So I just started um, seeing a, a really close group of friends here and there. But before that, I was really trying to social distance as much as possible, not seeing people. Um, I think the one person that I do see a lot is my mom. She lives in Grand Rapids still, so I try not to hang out with a ton of people so that I can see my mom and I don't get her sick. But um, even um, I think what the pandemic has taught me is just a little bit about self-care. And I try to do things now for myself. If that means on a Saturday night, I'm in bed by 8 o'clock because I'm so used to this shift. That's what I do, and I enjoy it, you know? Mm -hmm. Or I'll cook a nice meal for myself. I like to cook. So, you know, just taking that time to relax and recharge before Monday hits and the 2 a.m. alarm clock goes off. (laughs) 2 a.m. alarm clock. Yeah. Your your day is longer than the sun. Yeah. it's coming your way get ready (laughs) Uh, oh I'm sure I wouldn't be surprised if my alarm I'll be looking back at this in like four years from now being like remember when I got up at 
at 6 a.m. for high school? That was nothing. Remember when I got up at 10 a.m. for college? I remember my high school job. I worked at Panera Bread, and every once in a while, I'd work 6 a.m. to 2, and I always thought that was the worst shift, you know? And now that I'm working 3.30 a.m. to noon, I'm like, what? You know, I had it so good. (laughs) Oh, yeah, you don't realize, like, the luxury like of sleeping in (laughs) of sleeping in right like 6 a.m like I'm sure if I get you know a more if I'm on the morning whatever in the future I'll be like oh my god I used to get up at 6 a.m for high school that's nothing (laughs) that's like that's a luxury like I'll be thinking of that as a luxury versus I'll say this there's some pros and cons you know if you ever do get on this shift um, it's great. Like I, I go to the dentist and I don't have to cancel work or go into work late and be behind because I'm off at noon or doctor's appointments or, you, you know, in the summer, it's absolutely amazing being able to lay out by the pool. You know, you get off at noon, you got the rest of your day. So pros and cons. <laughs> yeah. That was my next question. How do you let, like, what do you do after you get like, after, how do you like keep yourself busy after 12 o'clock when you leave the station? You know, I think it's like a lot about like listening to your body. Um, that's what I tell people who are first starting out on this shift. So if there's like a, you know, a day where I'm just exhausted, I come home and I make chips and cheese and watch shit's Creek for several hours. And that's, if that's what I want to do, that's what I do. Um, but if I have a little bit more energy, I'll try to go for a walk or get on a treadmill, um, or clean up my apartment so I guess, you know, best piece of advice, listen to your body. If I need to take a nap, I'll take a nap, you know, so. Mm-hmm. What are you looking forward to doing both personally and professionally when the pandemic finally comes to a close? Uh, you know, professionally, I would love to do more community work, get involved, charity with the community a little bit more, um, you know, I, I definitely miss the four shots at the anchor desk. I think that will be like huge when Keenan, Alicia, Kevin and I can all be together again instead of doing the little Brady Bunch squares. Um, personally, gosh, I'd like a vacation. It's really cold out right now. It's like freezing. Yeah. It's so yeah. cold. <laughs> but it's going to warm up this week. It's going to be 40. Yeah, I know. I see. I'm planning on a walk tomorrow. I'm going to try to make it. I hope. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I hope to be outside for a little bit more than five seconds. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Because that's that's like my attention span for being outside is probably five seconds. (laughs) What are three things you want to accomplish by the end of this decade? This decade? Oh, man. Well, my to-do list this year is hopefully buy a house. So I'm saving money so I can buy a house and stay here a little bit longer. That leads me down to two more things. I guess what we were talking about, getting ingrained in the community a little bit more. And then, um, you know, just keep practicing with the traffic and keep, uh, keep on doing that as well and hopefully improving there as well. Awesome. If you weren't working in journalism, what do you think you'd be doing? You know, I thought about social work for a little bit. We talked about that. Um, I love teaching. Um, You know, anytime there was an intern, you know, before the pandemic, I I would try to help those interns out. So I think it'd be fun to be a teacher. You know, I love history and social studies. So 
maybe that would have been an option for me too at one point before this. Ooh, <laughs> I like I like both of those answers. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I really like both of those answers. Once again, I've been speaking with Allie Hoxie from Channel 7 Action News right here in Metro Detroit, Michigan. I will see you all in my next episode where I'm talking to Claire Blackwelder from Power Rangers.